Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. College game day in town for Ohio State, Michigan. So that just adds to the atmosphere Saturday in Columbus. And man, Saturdays in Columbus just hit different. Uh, full disclosure, as a West Virginia graduate, I love the backyard brawl every, every year. Never had a chance to experience the game in person, but I can only imagine what that atmosphere is going to be like down there in Columbus. To talk about it, Bobby Carpenter, former Ohio State linebacker, joining us here on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, all right, this week, still got to be one of the most exciting weeks of the year for you. Am I right? I mean, do you still get jitters and get nervous for everything? Well, number one, I'm a general fan of Thanksgiving in a big way. I think it's <laughs> probably the most underrated holiday, and for me, it's it's the best holiday. You know, I, I get to watch football for four days. I get to eat food for four days. I don't have to get gifts. There's no level of disappointment. <laughs> My requirements are fairly low as far as the expectations from the family. I mean, get a Christmas tree today. That was basically the main task that I had. And outside of that, you know, get ready for what – is generally deemed the biggest game of the year. So, I mean, there's there's no losers. And you hopefully get to walk away with Ohio State a winner on Saturday afternoon, correct? Uh, you were 3-1 and one against Michigan, am I right? That is correct. Uh, do you still have your gold pants? What are those What are those still mean to you as you look back on that game? <laughs> yeah, I, still have, you know, I sold them for tattoos. I mean, <laughs> come on now. Like, yeah, I still have... I still have... I have one pair at my house. My mom has my first two. My wife, I guess, has my... Uh, has my my final pair as we were dating uh, dating at that time. Um, so yeah, I mean I have my like you know what I have I don't know if I've ever actually worn them to tell you the truth. Wow. And I was thinking about wearing uh, my ones from '05 uh, tonight. I'm getting ready to go over to Ohio State to golf course to give the reflection to the team. And you know as you get older they become probably more special. You understand a little bit about them when you win them, uh, but when you won a lot, I mean it was great. Uh, the guys from the 90s, I mean, heck, you know, some have one, maybe two pairs. I have three. There's guys who I know have four and five as players, which is, you know, absolutely insane looking at kind of where the rivalry was at for a long time. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a special feeling, and it's it's a game that I'm incredibly excited for. I've been looking forward to it, you know, for about the last month. I know that, you know, the players, coaches, they can say whatever, and, you know, they're preparing for the teams they have on their schedule. But I think both sides, you know, they're ready for this game, and they've probably been ready for it you know, for about the last two or three weeks. So it, tomorrow can't get here fast enough. This is obviously a game that can, I mean, make or break a season with, with you know, 
regardless of what the records are and who is ranked what in the standings or, or the polls, um, what does a loss feel like? What does a what does how much does that sting since you've experienced that? And then conversely, like what does the what does the win feel like when you walk out of that stadium with a W? Uh, loss. I mean, loss is soul crushing. <laughs> That's just. I, mean, I could try to give you some more eloquent terms and words and flash <laughs> poetically about it, but I mean, you feel like a complete and utter failure. And so lost in 03 uh, up there, and I was on the road. But it was you know a situation not not all that dissimilar to now. I mean, if we won the game, we would have gone and uh, we would have gone and played uh, for most likely a, a second straight national championship. And all we had to do was win it. And we got smoked. We got smoked in a big way. So, I mean, it was uh, something that I'm not, you know, proud of. It was not a game, you know, that I want to be a part of. And But it's amazing because I probably remember more of that game than the other three wins. I guess that's just the, the fate of the human condition is you always take more from your losses than you do from your wins. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough one. Uh, but I think that that also helped us the next year, ultimately go and get a big win. Uh, in 2004, when we were six and four, and you know, not playing for anything other than you know, pride and to beat that, beat Michigan, and they already had the Big Ten wrapped up, and we're going to the Rose Bowl. So, you know, that's the crazy thing about this rivalry is, you know, I say you throw the records out the window. As cliche as it is, it's it's still the reality when it comes to this game. And I think last year kind of reminded us of, of what that can be. We're talking to Bobby Carpenter on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, this game kind of reminiscent of maybe that 2006 game uh, with the two teams coming in here so highly ranked. And with the landscape of the Big Ten maybe changing in, in a couple of years, is, is this like maybe perhaps the last time we might see this game at this juncture of the season, like with such high stakes between the two teams? Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's kind of... So I wouldn't say sad. I mean, you know, they've moved some things around. I mean, I, I reminisce of when it was before Thanksgiving and it was awesome. I loved it at that point. Now it's been moved back. And then you have the Big Ten Championship game after. And I understand the way college football is going. And, you know, I'm, I'm still nostalgic for the kind of the way it was. And, you know, the fact they go divisionless and you could have play Michigan back to back. Like, that just, it sounds crazy to me. I'm not sure exactly, you know, structurally how that even works. And you start talking rivalries and records and everything else. But, yeah, I mean, there might not be many more days uh, and seasons where this is the case. So this will be the 12th time both teams have squared off uh, for top five matchups. Uh, the home team has lost only once in 1975, and in 73 it was a 10-10 tie. The other, every other time the home team has won the game. So uh, <clears throat> home field matters a lot in this, and uh, hopefully that matters a lot tomorrow. You mentioned you were going to be giving a talk to the team here uh, shortly without, you know, diving into too many details. Um, what's your message? What do you what do you try to, to impart on some of these guys that are taking part in this rivalry that obviously means so much to you? Uh, and kind of what's your message for them as they get ready to, to take the field against Michigan on Saturday? Well, it's, you know, without going you know too deep into it, but it's, you know, the, the gifts you're given in life, the thing, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So understanding the appreciation for that, the utilization of those gifts, the, the gifts that God gave you. And then ultimately as well, uh, you know, the opportunity that's before you and understanding you know, the amount of opportunities you have in life. And you don't know how many you have in sports or in life. And it's the parallel where, you know, you're a superhero at one point in your life. And slowly those things are stripped from you until you turn into me. If you know, a guy who's almost 40 years old, who's basically back to being a normal human again. So you never know how much of those you have. So kind of kind of along those lines and just, you know, take advantage of the moment. 
and because uh, you never know how many of those you're going to have left. I wonder how normal you actually are. I had a rumor that you got a chance or that you still would work out with the guys. Was that still pre-COVID? Are you still able to do that? Uh... It was all that was pre-COVID. I, I I'm back in there now again. I haven't run with them uh, yet. I I need to hop in there and try to do that once or twice this summer and winter again, just to kind of keep me honest about where I'm at. And <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's challenging. Uh, the day that I can't do it anymore will be a really tough day for me psychologically, but uh, I try. I try to hang on to my youth as best I can. What's it like to be able to, you know, when you were able to participate in that and to kind of, you know, as the as the guy that had been here to kind of maybe push some of the youngsters, uh, what was that experience like? You know, it, it's good. It's it, it, One of the great things about college football and, you know, it, is – the tradition of we talk about these rivalries what makes them so great is the connectivity that it gives people who have never played together and who would never really probably have met each other or be tied other than the single thread uh that is you know ohio state or it is michigan and the reason that it becomes so important is the telling and sharing of those stories and the emotional experiences that you have and so when you went out there my freshman year i kind of got it a little bit but by senior year you realize like you know, I got a chance to you know, become good friends with Mike Vrabel and you know Luke Fickle was my linebacker coach and you know Joey Galloway was around and like you see all these guys and you know, Eddie George the honorary captain and you realize like I'm putting this jersey on I represent my family I represent my team I represent the university I represent the whole state of Ohio but I also represent a hundred years of tradition and guys who have had success in this game guys who were on great teams that maybe came up a little short but you understand everything that was poured into it in the gravity of the moment and how important it is, how much it means to everyone. I think last year, Ohio State losing, people then again realized how much it means because of how painful it was to experience an entire year where you had to be on the wrong side of that equation. Ohio State, Michigan coming at you from Ohio Stadium at 12 o'clock tomorrow. We're talking to Bobby Carpenter on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. All right, with regards to the game itself, pretty good rushing attack from Michigan, pretty good rushing defense from Ohio State. How has Jim Knowles kind of reimagined this defense? Um, and what is his impact, not only just on the field, but in the recruiting department as well for Ohio State? Well, I mean, guys want to play for, if you're a defensive player, you want to play for a good defense. I mean, that's number one in recruiting. It's, that's the simplest math you're going to get. Uh, with it. Um, number one, a lot of the guys last year due to COVID and only playing six games and missing spring balls and training camps and all the crap that they had to go through, they weren't as developed as players as guys typically would have been in their situation. So your Tommy Eichenbergs, your Zach Harrisons, your Steel Chambers who flipped over from running back, like these guys just hadn't played a lot of football because of the limited games and obviously the uh, truncated scheduling and practice. So you know, they've improved immensely as individual players and then as athletes. And, and then, you know, Jim Knowles, it, they're a much better tackling team, his emphasis on that and how they practice it. And schematically, he does a great job. He puts them in situations to win. He challenges the offense. You know, and he puts a lot of it. And the fact, you know, I, I, I'm i super defensive of the linebackers because last year I was watching things like, gosh, I felt bad that they had issues. I know there's structural things that were pro- pro- problems. The defensive line had some their own stuff. And, it was just a, it was a mess on a lot of levels, and there were some issues. And this year, like I think you're finally seeing the fruits of all of those struggles and everything that they've ultimately have gone through. And that is why this defense now, you know, it's a top ten, top five defense uh, from that. So that's 
that's uh, it's pretty big. We've talked a lot about uh, the Michigan rushing attack and uh, the status of Blake Corum, obviously up in the air with this game. Um, you know, from your perspective, what challenges do you see just as a whole from that Michigan offense? How does Blake Corum play into that, whether or not he's available? And uh, what does that, how does that kind of transform what kind of team Michigan is, his availability? Um, you know, if he's not there, I mean, he's their big play guy. He's, Donovan Edwards is the same thing. Those, those guys run their offense. Like they, they run the ball. That's what they want to do is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Like that's their main focus. And if you have your top two dudes out, it's big. Blake Corbin's a heck of a player. I mean, I thought if he had a big game against Ohio State, if they won the game, he'd have a decent shot at winning the Heisman Trophy. Uh, it still could happen, obviously. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's also the fact, like, if you don't have him, there's a leadership component to it. He gives that swagger. He gives that home run ability. So if he's less than 100%, it's going to be tough. And, you know, I think he's going to give it a go from what I've heard. And, and so is Donovan Edwards and all their guys. So this is it. I mean, what are you holding? You're not holding anything back now. Right, yeah. uh, so like, you're not waiting for anything. But it's just how effective you be. I always respect guys for going out there and trying to go. Believe me, I would have been the first person. I'm playing. Let's do this. But then also you have to have a, a long, hard look in the in the mirror during a game where am I better than the guy who I'm replacing at this point? Like, I'm better than them when I'm healthy, but with this level of health, am I still better? And that's all a question that they've got to figure out on their own. With a rivalry game at the caliber of Ohio State and Michigan, you are quite frankly remembered a lot for what you do against that team up north. Uh, so specifically with regards to C.J. Stroud, what does this game mean for C.J. coming off of that loss last year and maybe even perhaps as his legacy as a quarterback at Ohio State? Well, I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure on C.J., but I mean, you look at the success that people have had as Ohio State quarterbacks over Michigan over the last 20 years. I mean, C.J. Stroud's going to be a first-round draft pick, like probably a top-10 pick, maybe top five, number one, I don't know. I mean, he's going to be drafted high, but I don't think anybody wants to exit Ohio State as a quarterback that never beat Michigan. Like, that's that's a lot. And, I mean, heck, even if you win a Heisman Trophy, if you don't beat Michigan, that's that's tough. Like, that's hard. Like, that, that's something that will always carry with you. And I know he understands that. He senses it. You know, Ryan senses it. Everybody understands the gravity of, of what's going on in the situation. Like I said, I'm not trying to put undue pressure on him. He knows it. Like, I'm not saying anything that's, that's breaking news here. Uh, but based upon what they've had, the type of success they've had, I mean, you can roll up every record. You can be as good as you want. Um, but if you don't end up beating Michigan, like a lot of that stuff just kind of you know goes out the window. Kickoff at 12 o'clock from Ohio Stadium. We'll leave you with this. Uh, just kind of a broad question, but hey, what's it going to take for Ohio State to get it done here against Michigan Saturday afternoon? Stop the run. I mean, you stop the run. You limit Michigan's offense. It's going to be a nice day. I don't think there'll be any uh, restrictions on what Ohio State offensively will be able to do. Uh given the fact that we've got some awesome weather here in the state of Ohio the last couple of days. And uh, as long as it's that, man, that's going to be, it's going to be pretty sweet. So hopefully, you know, the offensive line, block them up, give CJ time, run the football. I mean, we'll see, see what happens, uh, you know, with who's in there and who's available. If Trey can go, if uh, mine can go, if not, I mean, Dallin Hayden's been, <laughs> he showed me a lot on that final drive uh, last week. So if he can get it going, uh, they'll be fine. But, this game always comes down to winning in the trenches. We can talk about throwing the football and everything else, but you got to be able to run it and you got to be able to stop the run. And that'll be very apparent tomorrow. Who's, who's able to do that.
Bobby Carpenter, former linebacker for the Buckeyes. Can't tell you how much I appreciate the time, my friend, and uh, not to date myself or you even, because the older I get, the realize I, the more I realize this isn't exactly the best compliment. But appreciate uh, appreciated watching you as a kid, so it was great to get a chance to chat with you and catch up before this game. Enjoy the game, my friend, and hopefully the Buckeyes coming out with a big win on Saturday. Hey, I really appreciate it. I'm going to give you a little little words of advice, you know, since I'm a little I'm a, a senior here, I guess. For this, uh, the youngest you'll ever be is right now. So make sure you enjoy the moment. <laughs> Well, the moment was great talking to you. I appreciate the time, my friend, and I can't wait to see what happens on Saturday. Take care. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Bobby Carpenter, there he goes, joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Wow.